we turn to some scriptures uh, as we begin our time. Let's turn to Psalm chapter 40. Psalm 40. And we're going to read 6 to 8. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire. My ears you have opened. Burnt offering and sin offering you did not require. Then I said, Behold, I come in the scroll of the book it is written of me. I delight to do your will, O my God, and your law is within my heart. 祭物和礼物你不喜悦你已经开通我的耳朵翻祭和赎罪祭非你所要那时我说看啊我来了我的事在经卷上已经记载了我的神啊我乐意照你的旨意行你的律法在我心里 Yeah, if you miss that reference, it was Psalm 40, verse 6 to 8 And let's turn to Matthew, chapter 6 我们再从翻到马太第六章 We'll read verse 5 to 9. When you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father, who is in the secret place, and your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you openly. 第五到第八节你们祷告的时候不可向那假冒为善的人爱在站在会堂里和十字路口上祷告故意叫人看见我实在告诉你们他们已经得了他们的赏赐你祷告的时候要进你的内屋关上门祷告你在暗中的父你父
draw near to God. 六七章十九节，律法原来一无所成，就引进了更美的指望。靠这指望，我们便可以进到神面前。This is speaking, of course, of this new covenant, a better hope through which we draw near to God. 这里就是讲到新约，讲到那更更美的指望，我们可以来到神的面前。And then in the same chapter, a few verses later, 我们再看，verse twenty-four. But he, because he continues forever, has an unchangeable priesthood. Therefore, he is also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. 24, and again, ESV translates that. It says um, he's able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God. And another verse from the next chapter. Chapter 8, verse 10. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind and write them in their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. None of them shall teach his neighbor and none his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me, from the least of them to the greatest, for I will be merciful to their unrighteousness, and their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. 主又说这些日子以后我与以色列家所立的约乃是这样我要将我的律法放在他们里面写在他们心上我要做他们的神他们要做我的子民他们不用个人教导自己的乡邻和自己的弟兄说你该认识主因为他们从最小的到至大的都
And the picture is a picture of the Parthenon in Athens. And Athens, Greece. So the story is about how hot it is there. But it's always hot there. So two weeks ago on Monday, July 3rd, Sandy and I were right there. So we would have been in the picture, I think. So as you can tell, Sandy and I are not on the trip to Egypt and Israel that's going on now. We went on a very different trip, a Mediterranean cruise that visited many places around uh, the Aegean Sea. So we started in Istanbul, which is, was used to be Constantinople. We got to visit Ephesus. And see where Paul probably preached. Uh, we got to go to Patmos and see the place where John, pro- well, he certainly was on that island. We don't know exactly which cave he was living in. We got to visit Cyprus. And Jerusalem for three days. We went to Crete. Corinth and Athens. So we're very grateful for having this chance to uh, to visit all these places. And one of the things that's striking, it's true about Athens at the Parthenon, when you're over there, and hope if you haven't been, uh, hope you can go someday. When you go to these places, there are layers of history. There's 3,500 years of history. It's actually rather confusing because when you're on a tour during the day, you're looking at one site that predates the Greek cult, Greek Empire. And then you're seeing things from the Roman Empire. Like at Ephesus, we go down this road. It's classic Roman town with a Roman road that's been there for 2,000 years. Stone. But then you turn and you see a site that was built, let's say, in 1300. And many places you go, you see new church buildings. So we have, you see sites for prior to the Greeks, going back 3,700 years ago. The Mycenaeans, if you know your history. There's actually another group called the Minions before that in Crete, but they didn't have a written history, so they're very mysterious. Of course, everywhere you see the influence of the Greeks because their language, their culture spread after Alexander conquered the lands. 
there's the Roman Empire, of course. Then after the Roman Empire, the Eastern Roman Empire, we call it the Byzantine Empire, is when Orthodox Christianity took over. So you'll see many buildings and cathedrals from that time. Christianity mixed with the empire. And then you see evidence of the Ottoman Empire, which is the Muslim king empire that then took over the whole region. So I'm not trying to explain history, all I do is confuse you, but it's all there in one place. And most of these places saw hundreds of years under one empire, hundreds of years under another, hundreds of years under another. And wherever you go, you find out about their religion, their culture. So at this temple, the Parthenon, the statue inside when it was when it was originally built was to the goddess Athena. Athens in Greek they just say Athena. That's the name of the city to them. So this big statue in there and people who come worship Athena, who is the goddess of wisdom and strategic warfare. Now as you know, the Greeks had many gods and goddesses. Uh, there's Zeus, there's Hera, there's Athena, there's Poseidon. And then, when the Romans came along, they sort of borrowed them and they have their own version of, this, of, so Athena became Minerva, and Zeus became Jupiter. Aphrodite, goddess of love and lust and pleasure, then in Roman time is Venus. The point for us today, this morning, is to appreciate that throughout time and through these cultures, people were worshiping, essentially, these man-made gods. And the more you study about these gods, you realize they're not really very noble. They're very human, actually. You know, they do horrible things to each other up in heavens. And yet for centuries, people would devote themselves, take their sacrifices, take their gifts, and go to the temple, worship this goddess that you've been told exists, hoping they would give bless you. 
但是几个世纪里面，人就是这样带着各样的礼物、各样的祭物去敬拜这些神，然后希望这些神能够把一些祝福给他们。So in the midst of all of these cultures, then there were the people of God.所以，但是在这这些这些的文化宗教里面，你却看到有一群属神的人。So we know that the Jews were in Israel and they were scattered around because of various persecutions. 就是犹太人，他们起初在犹太地，但因着迫害，他们就被散到分散到各地。And there were no, the the temple had been was was about to, well was in Jerusalem. 你知道那个圣殿在耶路撒冷。When Jesus came，当主耶稣来的时候。But then in terms of religions, after Christ came into this world，但是就着宗教的这个世界来说，从主基督来之后。Then we had Christianity, the early church. And it spread. But after that, it joined together with the Roman Empire. And so then we had, as we said, the Byzantine. We then had the Eastern Orthodox and Roman Catholic churches. And then Muslim, uh, Muhammad came along in the 7th century, and then we had Islam spread across the area. So I just want to make some general comments before we turn back to scripture, which is that mankind always wants to appease the heavens. 那我想说的就是，人总是要找一些方法来与这些天上的这些神达到和谐和解。And mankind has filled in these myths about what who's up there。但是也是人他自己发明了这些啊神话传说来说在天上到底发生了什么。Most worship that you hear about is trying to get blessing from God. If you give this to God, He'll bless you. You're going to war, so you pray to the god Eris. 那主要，但是主要的就是神，人在那里要向神求一些祝福。比如说，你去打仗，你就向那个战神来献祭，来求说你能够打胜仗。And if some of you have done, if you study religions all over the world, you have these common things that come up over and over in man-made religions.所以如果你去读这些宗教的话，你就发现其实里面就是一些人为的、人想出来的东西一再的重复、重复。as we said, the man-made gods are very human. And everything we said also applies to Hindu faith. They have a god of everything. When I arrived in India on a business trip, the man said proudly, he said, we have more gods than people. <笑>当我有一次去印度出差的时候，接待我的那个人就很骄傲的对我说，在我们这里有比人更多的神，我们神的数量比人的数量更多。But you go to the temples and there are people worshiping this god or that god about some special thing.然后所以一路上都是各样的庙，然后人在那里敬拜各种各样奇奇怪怪的事。Even among Buddhists, now I don't know about your version of Buddhism that you know. But when I studied Buddhism in college, I was focused on Japanese history. And it was amazing to me that there were different groups of Buddhism where you would have these different Buddhas that had different specialties. So if you wanted something, you pray to the right Buddha. But 
不同类型的仆散你要什么事情你就找什么事情的仆散那这样看的是一样的那这样看的是一样的那这样看的是一样的那这样看的是一样的那这样看的是一样的那这样看的是一样的那这样看的是一样的那这样看的是一样的那这样
When man-made religion is strong, and think of people believing this stuff and trying to follow it. There's always going to be hypocrisy. There's going to be legalism. Making up rules and judging others. Sad to say there's going to be slavery of many kinds. In many religions, both in Greek and Hindu, there's prostitution that's part of worship ceremonies. The worship of Aphrodite was not such a, a lovely thing. And as we know in, in Canaan and also in many of these religions, there's even there's many of them have sacrifices offered, some have human sacrifices offered. There's a lot of news lately because of a, a good movie that we should see about uh, sex trafficking today. But slavery is actually very much a reality now in this age. And some places, especially in Islam, it's covered, it's accepted, it's okay to have slavery. Or we could just say, for example, what the Taliban is doing in Afghanistan is basically enslaving women right now, taking away education, taking away the right to meet. It's happening now. In the name of religion. It grieves our hearts, it grieves God's heart, for sure. So, into this world of all these cultures and man-made religions. Into this world where we make up myths and follow them. In this world where we oppress the people that are born with less privilege than us. In this world, when if, we're, if we have morals, we then get proud and arrogant and hypocritical. In this world, 2,000 years ago, the perfect man came. Our man, Jesus Christ, walked on this earth. He's an exception to all this man-made stuff. He's the one true one. And for those of you who have had the privilege of visiting Israel, it's wonderful to be there and realize Jesus Christ walked on these same streets. 
有一个很奇妙的事就是你可以体会耶稣这个人他走在这的的确确走在这些道路上 He was here as a man, not a myth 他在这个地上真真实实的是一位人而不只是一个传说一个神话 He was in Capernaum looking out at the, at the Sea of Galilee 他站在加百农那里看向加利利海 He spent time in that wilderness near Jerusalem in the wilderness so again if you have the, the reminder that our Lord Jesus was fully a man walking on this earth with the disciples we can go and uh, most of us when you go to Jerusalem you go to the Garden of Gethsemane where you can see where the temple was and then you're in this olive grove and visualize try to think of that moment when the Lord accepted the bitter cup Let's turn to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 5 and 7. This is where uh, Psalm 40 is quoted by the writer to the Hebrews. Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, and now he quotes Psalm 40. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin you had no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come in the volume of the book it is written of me to do your will, O God. And we read earlier as we started Psalm 40 where this is quoted from. And in, in that Psalm 40, there's the words, I delight to do your will. So this is our Lord Jesus. He came into the world and he was without sin. So even before his ministry, 30 years, he delighted to do the Father's will. So different from everybody else. And then what did our Lord Jesus do? He also introduced us to the Father. So as he traveled then with the disciples, he spoke to these these kinds of words that we see in Matthew 6. Go read those again. Matthew 6, verse 5. Now we think this is this is about prayer, but notice here what what we're saying is that Jesus took the disciples and introduced a completely new concept which is that the God in heaven 
is your personal father. In Old Testament, God is truly a father figure in several ways it's spoken of, but Jesus made it personal. In verse 6, he says, But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you shut the door, pray to your father who is in secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. That makes no sense unless the God of all creation wants to have a father-child relationship with you. Then it makes sense. So in all these false religions were trying to get close to God and here is Jesus in their presence saying in fact you can be a child of the Father. He's your Father. And last week, I think our brother uh, opened the worship time by talking about how Jesus, after he was resurrected, referred to the disciples as brethren. He was quoting from John chapter 20. And verse 17, he says, Do not cling to me, for I have not ascended to my Father, but go to my brethren. In other words, we're brothers and sisters under one Father. I am ascending to my Father and your Father, my God and your God. So praise the Lord that He has He came to have us draw near to God the Father. So we're going to look more at these verses from Hebrews now. And the reason I'm up here sharing today is because I was passing through Hebrews and that phrase, draw near to God, um, really registered in my heart. I couldn't not think about it. And as we look at all those other religions, what a contrast it is. So let's turn now to Hebrews chapter 7, verse 19. That's one of the verses we read. And he says at the end of that, um, well, verse 19, For the law made nothing perfect, 
On the other hand, there is a bringing in of a better hope through which we draw near to God. 律法原来一无所成，就引进了更美的指望。靠这指望，我们便可以进到神面前。So, in contrast to everything else, God is saying,、uh, with this new relationship, people are going to draw near to Him. 这里神乃是说，与刚才提到的一切相对的，就是因着这一个的关系，人如今可以进到神的面前。So I was looking at this. The the Greek word behind here is is eugizo. 啊，所以我我们我也看到了这个在希腊原文中这个进到神面前这个词。And some other places it's used when Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is nigh, is near. He's using this word. 这个词同样也在主耶稣说“天国近了”的时候，那个“近了”这个意思。Remember, he said that. Of course, it's it was nigh because he was there. 因为主耶稣可以说“天国近了”，因为主耶稣就在那里。Another one that's very interesting in Matthew 15. You don't have to turn, but if you want to, Matthew 15, verse 8. 然后另外一处是在马太福音十五章八节。He's actually quoting. Uh, anyway, he says, "These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me." 那里呢是他引用以赛亚书说，这百姓用嘴唇尊敬我，心却远离我。So there, he's using that word. These people draw near; they come close to me, but actually their heart isn't close to me. They're faking it. 所以他在原文乃是讲到这些百姓，他们就近我，亲近我，但其实他们的心却是远离我的。So this word means simply to come close. 所以这个词的原意就是你要更近，来更近的一个距离。And coming close to God is something we want, but you can't have except through Christ. 我们是愿意来就近神，但是除了借子耶稣，没有其他的道路。What really struck me when I when I was seeing this verse. 所以，当我看到这句节经文的时候 ，was that the goal, the goal of what we see described there was not forgiveness of sin. 我们看到那里的重点，并不是讲到我们最赦免这件事。It wasn't just we have a better high priest in Hebrews. 也不是仅也不仅仅是我们有一位更好的祭司。These many things are necessary, but the goal of God was to have us draw near. 是的，赦罪、祭司这些都是必要的，但是神的目的乃是我们可以进到他的面前，能够就近他。So he was bringing us a better hope. 所以他就给了我们一个更美的希望。And by that we can draw near to God, the God. 靠这指望。The only God. 靠这指望，我们便可以进到神，就是独一的神面前。And draw near to Him, as in really near, not somebody in a temple building, not someone behind smoke, not someone we pray through to saints, but actually near to God, know His presence. 并且我们与可以进到神面前，与神有这个亲近，不仅是说哦，他可能在圣殿里面，他在那些烟烟雾后面，或者是你要借着什么圣徒才可以，而是你就是可以到他的面前。So I know none of this is new today. The reason I share is because it gives, makes me worship. It's cause for celebration. 现在这些对于我们都不是新的，但是却应当给我们有一个心来敬拜他，能够有个喜乐的心
thank the Lord for what He's done. Now the other two times that the 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 word draw near or come close is actually three are used in Hebrews. It's a different Greek word. So back in chapter 4 when he says draw near or go boldly to the throne of grace, it's a Greek word is it's a long one. It's uh prosakomai. And that's also the verse where he's saying that Christ being the the eternal intercessor allows us to save us to the uttermost who draw near to him. Now this Greek word has a, a, is also means come close. But it has another feeling to it. This word has a feeling of of respect or assenting to, agreeing with or looking to. The person you're coming to for something. And therefore, sometimes this coming to actually has a sense of worship to it. Now, I'm not going to go through the verses because of time, but I'm going to tell you. Uh, list how many there are. There are about four verses in which the disciples come to Jesus and are asking him for advice or tell him, explain the parable or do this or save us in the boat. And when they come to him, that's this word, they come to him expecting an answer. Uh,就是这个希腊字在,呃,有四处用到,是指讲到门徒们他们来到耶稣那里,来到耶稣那里来,比如说来,呃,求问这个他那些比喻的,呃,讲解比喻,或者是在风浪中求主,呃,来安,
chapter 4, verse 16. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. 所以我们只管坦然无惧地来到诗人的宝座前，为要得连续蒙恩惠，做随时的帮助。So today the amazing thing is that we can draw near to God.所以今天我们能够来到神的面前。But we draw near with eagerness.但是我们来是带着一个热切盼望的心。Appreciation that He's He's inviting us.带着一个感激的心，因为是他邀请我们来到。Because He has the answers. And so we already mentioned that in chapter 7 and verse 5, uh, we draw near, those who draw near to him, he can utterly save. So this drawing near that, that the writer speaks of is not a wish. It's not, oh, wouldn't it be nice if we could get near God? As we know, Jesus came and he created a path to us knowing God. And it was real to the disciples as they were with him for three years and watched him die and watched him uh, and talked and saw him after his resurrection. 特别是对于那当时的门徒来说，他们与主同在了三年多的时间，他们对他们来说，这就是非常真实的一件事情。It was real when he then turned at Pentecost, sent the Holy Spirit，并且对于早期的教会当五旬节圣灵来的时候，这个就近神也是一件非常真实的事情。So we are the people who can draw near to the true God. Now let's look in Hebrews chapter 8 this wonderful quote um, of Jeremiah. And in here we see a reminder of how God did this. How did he make it possible for us who are sinners to actually be near God, with God? And is it amazing that he gave these words to Jeremiah hundreds of years before Christ? So in chapter 8, starting in verse 8 of Hebrews, he's quoting Jeremiah 31. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will establish a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. For they did not continue in my covenant, and so I showed no concern for them, declares the Lord. 第八章第八节，所以主指着他的百姓说：“日子将到，我要与以色列家和犹大家另立新约，不像我拉着他们祖宗的手，领他们出埃及的时候与他们所立的约，因为他们不恒心守我的约，我也不理他们。”这是主说
第十节，主又说：“那些日子以后，我与以色列家所立的约乃是这样。我要将我的律法放在他们里面，写在他们心上。我要做他们的神，他们要做我的子民。And we all rejoice in these words because we know we couldn't do it ourselves. We can't put God's law in our heart and obey Him. 实在，我们读这些话语应当有何等的喜乐，因为是主，因为我们是做不到，但是神他把他自己的律法放在我们的里面。But Jesus came and and lived out God's will, and then by giving the Holy Spirit after forgiveness of sin, He put His law in our hearts. 因此主耶稣他来，他活出了那个完全的生命，然后他能够赦免我们的罪之后，圣灵就能够来到我们的里面，好使他的律法能够被放在我们的里面。And then he declares, I will be their God, and they will be my people.然后他就可以宣告说，我要做他们的神，他们要做我的子民。There's so much to say on that. You know, we use that word so e- so easily. But is God really your God? And flip it around. Are we in a place where God can say, These are my people? Not people pretending anything. These are wonderful verses that then Christ has made true for 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 His people. And He goes even farther. Jeremiah goes even farther. Or God through Jeremiah. <laughs> Verse 11, And they shall not teach each one his neighbor and each one his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest. 十一节,他们不用个人教导自己的乡邻和自己的弟兄,说,你该认识主,因为他们从最小的到最大的都必认识我。Isn't that amazing? With all the false religions and all the confusion, you in this room can say, I know the Lord. And many of our brothers and sisters around the world who suffer from persecution, when people challenge them and question their faith, they can say, But I know the Lord. I no God, you can't take that away from me. And then circling in the final piece here, verse 12, is again, how, how did this happen? He says, for I will be merciful toward their iniquities, I will remember their sins no more. So of course we all know none of this can happen without Christ shedding his blood.
but it was the father's choice to send his son and to honor that blood and to put us in a place of, of forgiveness. And make this all possible for you and I to be with God. So as Hebrews explains in this, we don't, we don't have time, but Hebrews is explaining carefully about this new covenant. And this new covenant, this relationship given to us, it's so personal, supersedes the old one. So in contrast to being in the Middle East and seeing all these religions and all these temples and thinking of all the people that worship in, in these ways, trying to get close to God. Let's you and I think right now of our brothers and sisters. For 2,000 years, there have been unseen, non famous Christians. Unseen. Not public. When those first Christians were forced to leave Jerusalem because of persecution, they went out and spread the gospel. They didn't do it because they had some goddess protecting them. They did it because they knew the God of, of heaven and earth. When they were persecuted, it was God's nearness that allowed them to go through. For centuries, since the 7th century, Christians have been persecuted by Muslim, even today. But those Christians, if they know the Lord, they can say, I know Him. And of course, brothers and sisters in China now, as this government ratches up the persecution once again. It's not man-made religion, it's a man-made false, uh, I don't know what to call it, communism is, is a lie. So what do we, all us believers, these believers for 2000, we have in common that we know the Lord through Jesus Christ. Now, even as believers, we can bring man-made things into our Christian walk and create some distance with God. But may we not be those. May we stay true to what the Lord has done and keep it simple. 
I'll just close by mentioning a scene that I that Sandy and I saw. And in Jerusalem, there is a church they built where they think that Jesus prayed in Garden of Gethsemane. So if you visit Jerusalem, you almost always go there. Church of all nations, they built it. So you have buildings and you have images of Christ and you have images of Judas kissing him. And it's full of tourists like ourselves. It doesn't seem very spiritual to me. Very ornate, all this stuff added in, very man-made. But in the front of that church, they have a place where there's exposed rock. It's like a granite square. It's about this big. And I think the idea is that someone believes that Jesus was right there when he prayed. Now the the truth is most of those locations are wrong. Only Christian Chen kind of figured out where a lot of those places are. It's really true that Constantine's wife came to Israel and went and asked people, where did these things happen? And people would tell them, and boom, they built a church. So we don't put a lot of emphasis on that, but actually there, because the Garden of Gethsemane is pretty clear it was there. So when we were there though, I noticed there were some devout, probably very religious people who were coming down, they're kneeling by that rock and they're praying. And of course the Lord knows which one of them had real faith and they were really worshiping. I don't. But I noticed a look right next to the stone, just off to the stone was a bench, and there was a mom and a and a grown up daughter sitting there. And that daughter was weeping. And I couldn't help think, you know, she's probably the only one in this whole place that has really focused on the fact that our Lord Jesus accepted the bitter cup for her. Now I don't know that for a fact, of course. But the Lord Jesus allows us to draw near to God. And if that's true, that personal 
relationship, that personal weeping, that personal joy is what God was all about when, when Jesus came. And that's what God is all about for you and I. 我想主也是对我们，在我们身上，你和我身上所要看的。And that's what God is all about for those we meet who don't know Him yet。并且，神也是有这样同样的心意，在那些还不认识他的人身上。Because God wants everyone to draw near to Him。神愿意人都来亲近他。Through Christ，借着基督。Let's just read one verse to finish Hebrews chapter 10 again. Oh, I don't think we read this, but we'll read chapter 10, verse 19 to 22. Let's take this as a directive to us from the writer of Hebrews. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. So, brothers and sisters, let us rejoice with this path we have to be near God. And worship our Lord Jesus for giving all this to us. And then with a whole heart may we draw near to him. He's made it possible. That be daily true. And let's just close our time with a couple prayers.
，你乃是差遣你的爱子来到地上，成为一个真正的人。主啊，来担当我们的罪孽。主啊，更为我们。主啊，被钉在十字架上面，愿他的宝血成就了和睦。主啊，愿他的宝血，主啊，除去我们一切的罪孽。主啊，我们也靠着他的宝血，主啊，能够进坦然无惧的来到你的面前。主啊，靠着他，主啊，我们今天能够称天上的啊。神为我们的阿爸护神，主啊，这是何等奇妙的啊！主啊，这样的救恩领导了我们，主啊，我们何等的赞美你，我们感谢你，主啊，我们知道说，主啊，我们今天能够进到你的面前，能够亲近你，主啊，乃是你赐给我们新的心，新的灵，又将你的圣灵赐给我们，主啊，使我们二灵成为一灵，主啊，是你住在我们里面来教导，来引领我们前面的道路，主啊，我们今天能够得着。这么大的福分，主啊，都是出于你的恩典。但愿主你继续的来恩待我们，主啊，也继续的开我们弟兄姐妹的眼睛，主啊，让我们知道说，主啊，我们一切所有的都是神为我们所做成的。那我们能够顺服神，依靠神，能够过完我们的一生。主啊，我们也盼望主耶稣，主耶稣基督早日的来临。主啊，让世上的国都能够成为啊主耶稣基督的国度。主啊，让我们在世在基督里面，主啊，使万有都成为和睦。主啊，我们赞美你，我们感谢你，我们这样的祷告是奉主耶稣基督的名。阿门。聚集我们，谢谢你差遣我们的仆人，您的仆人